0: It's 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 Hello, hello everybody. Welcome to The Heart of a Villain, the podcast and live stream devoted to the bearded villains worldwide brotherhood and the lives they are changing all over the world. Welcome to Friday night guys this was um <laughs> this was one of those nights this was one of those nights I do apologize those of you who are listening on regular podcast platforms will not get this but uh, everybody else that was here live right now well they've been waiting a little bit uh one of those nights you know where you just have nothing working right for you all sorts of technical stuff and uh yeah <laughs> and it Everything was looking good earlier in the day, and then all of a sudden, and I had to redo a few things or a few settings, and everything had to compile. Well, you don't want to hear all that, but we're here. We're here now, and we're going to have some fun. Uh, So thank you again for tuning in. This is episode 70 of The Heart of a Villain. We are going to have a fun one tonight. Because, guys, tonight we're going to talk to a brother from the Queensland chapter. And you know how I love to always bring in the international crowd, the brothers from around the world, not just here in the States, not only just because of their accents, but because of the stories, because of the advice, because of the things that they like to tell us. So this is going to be a fun one tonight. I'm going to be talking with Steve. Uh, We're going to be talking about a few things. And this was actually one of those, it was another one of those interviews that I didn't even have a clock on it. And it seemed like, oh, wow, we've already been talking for a very, very long time so uh you'll have to you'll have to stay with me here on this one because it's a longer interview, but it was very well worth it. We talked about a whole bunch of stuff, everything from b v to some a, a specific charity effort that the Queensland chapter was involved in recently. And then, on top of that, we talk a little bit about just life and what big changes he personally has gone through over the last uh, several years uh, and a weight loss journey. And it's a motivational journey, and I'm telling you what, you won't want to miss it. You'll want to stick around for the whole thing because I actually was making notes as this interview was going on. And what's funny is uh, I shared a preview of this video or of this uh, a small snippet uh, blocked together a little bit, a few different snippets of this interview earlier this week as kind of a preview, and. What was funny was, I said, as I was making notes during the interview of of what I wanted to remember, little highlights, I wanted to key code things and say, okay, don't forget this when he said this at this time, when he said this at this time, because I thought I was thinking ahead, I'm going to go ahead and use this information and make this little preview video. What I found was, is that he said so many of these little great one-liners I wanted to keep that I couldn't put them all in, otherwise it would have been like a 10-minute preview, and really nobody's going to watch that. So this was a really fun one for me because it was just when I thought we were having a regular conversation. It was one of those conversations where he threw in something and you just kind of went, dude, you're right. That's incredible. So, um, Steve was a great, great guy to talk to. And he was another one of those brothers. I hope everybody gets a chance to sit down and talk with him one day. I don't know when that's going to be because I don't know when I'm going to get to his part of the world anytime soon, but I'm definitely going to be, uh, hitting him up and checking with things, uh, how things are going with him, his journey, and his chapter in Queensland uh, coming down the road for sure. Those of you who are live, thank you for tuning in. I want to say a big thanks and shout out to all of you who are here right now. Rob Rob was here. He, he was actually coming online saying hi to everybody when I was posting that, hey, we're going to be late. <laughs> So, uh, I hated to be a joy kill on him on that one, but yeah, that was uh I felt bad about that, but so, Rob, thanks for hanging out. I don't know if you've been hanging out on the uh just hanging out here ever since you posted that first comment or not, but uh, it's been an hour now, so um uh, but hopefully you came back and uh all' well, but thank you, Rob, for hanging out, and thank you, Rob, for always being there um you're one of the handful of guys that's here every Friday night. I don't know if that's because you really enjoy it or, I don't know. I won't presume. But we'll, we'll go with that. We'll, we'll pretend it's because you really enjoy it. Uh, Charisse is in the house. So is Jay, two and two. Uh, two of my other all-timers uh, in here every time. We love to see that. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Ray, BV 502 is in the house. Kevin's also here from ENC. What is up, guys? Uh, so good to see you here. So good to see you. I hope you guys really get something out of tonight's interview that I have with uh, Steve, because even though we hear similar stories at different times in our BV journey and different th- as things go on, sometimes it's just the way somebody says something. It's just their tone. It's it's the way that they phrase something differently uh, that just sticks with you and. One of the things, I will say it now, because he says it two or three times in his interview, but one of the things I really took out of my interview with him was, choose your hard. And you may not understand what that means, but you will after this interview is done with him. But choose your hard. And in this time when we we have promoted and we've been pushing at the beginning of this year, after a terrible 2020 year that it was, after we've been kind of pushing everybody to try and come up with a phrase, or more specifically, a one word, as we did the one word challenge here. One word for 2021. And for me, mine was move. And others had a variety of different words, but choose your hard. I found that phrase to be something that I can really take with me above and beyond as I go through this year. So I'm really excited to see that and see how I can choose my heart, as he says. Um, and I had never heard that before. So I'm excited to uh, to to see that. For those of you who are not uh, super familiar with this podcast and or live stream or just don't know, I am BP. I'm the captain of Bearded Villains Northern Indiana, but also the host of The Heart of a Villain, and you can catch all previous 69 episodes, plus all those merch and fun stuff, at the theheartofvillain.simplecast.com or any major podcast platform. Download all the other previous episodes. They are out there. There's some really, really good ones in there, and there's some, eh, so-so. But it all depends on what you're interested in. So depending on what really gets you, there's we have so many motivational brothers that we've talked to already in just the previous 69 episodes. This is just another one. Number seventy. So I'm really excited to to push forward and see what the next thirty episodes give us over the next thirty weeks as we push forward to number one hundred later this year. As we push forward with B V events coming into play, things start to open back up again. I'm really excited to see where I'm gonna see most of you out there in the world. I'm really excited about that because I am gonna be going to events very soon and I look forward to seeing everybody once again for sure. So one of the things that you know I like to do here with the Heart of a Villain, especially here on the live stream, is to just kind of uh, push out a little bit of information if any of our chapters are trying to raise money for something, uh, merch or something like that. And since this is a video platform here, I like to show the picture if I've got it, if I've come across it, if they send it to me. Now, if you have something going on in your chapter that I don't share here, it's because I just couldn't find it during the course of the last week. So make sure if you have some effort that you're doing to try and raise money for something, give me a a holler and I'll stick it on here and I'll include it in the next week's podcast and all the way until the time runs out for that. So as we do this, I do want to mention the uh, South Mississippi Pride Patch is still available. I believe it is finishing today. I believe today is the last day. If I'm not mistaken, maybe I am because I have been once before, but the this is a really cool pride patch um, and that's available at bvsouthms.bigcartel.com for only 850. I believe they today is the day that they are done. So check that out if you want one. for sure. And then this just came across this week uh, from our brothers down in Miami, BV305. Uh, you want to go to Bv305.com to pick this guy up. Uh, there's a really cool shirt. And um, a really cool patch that they're coming out with that's a pre-order, I believe. And gives you a little story. There's a link um, in their Instagram story about why they're raising this money. Very, very cool story. Um, Raising money for a a young lad. And uh, just go check it out. Hit hit up those brothers in Miami. They're always doing something for somebody. And uh, check those guys out. See what it is they're doing at bv305.com. These green shirts are really cool. Big old shamrock with their with their logo on it. Um, always always good to get the different colors. Most of my wardrobe is black. If you like, if you're like me, uh, but you know, it's we like the colors too. The color pops, and uh, Miami is definitely known for that. So BV three hundred five, get one of these shirts. they they range from twenty to twenty two dollars. Uh, also the the patch coming out for ten. So uh, always good for a good cause, and we love to see, and we really love to help. Help our brothers out in that regard. I will say real quick, one last thing, and then we're going to get into our interview. I've had a few people ask about it, so I will share. Um, I have a BP line of T-shirts coming out. (laughs) I will be able to actually show some here uh, in the next couple weeks, hopefully, to be able to show you what they actually look like in person um, with just my ugly silhouette on it. Hey, if nobody gets one of these, I don't care. I'm getting them for me because... It's a soft t-shirt and I don't want to pay big, big bucks for some other company. Is what I say before. Uh, But one of the phrases that I like to end the podcast here with one of three that I usually end up each podcast with is is to remind you guys to be the villain that the world needs you to be. And so I stuck that on the back of this uh, two versions of this this t-shirt here. So um, definitely if you're interested, check that thing out uh, down the road when it comes out Uh, just a good way to promote a, Positive message, or if you just want a comfy T-shirt, it's all good. You don't want to have to pay forty bucks for one. Um, that's something to do. Something to do. Okay, guys, I am gonna roll right in now. As I told you, this we're gonna. I'm gonna be here in the comments. We're gonna talk uh, live while this interview is going on. Uh, I'll give you some heads up if if I when I know something really 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 cool is coming out. Um, but this is a really good interview. I thought. I had a lot of a lot of fun talking to Steve, and I could have talked to him for another two hours. But um, looking forward to hearing your reactions from this interview because um, it, it was it was one that's going to stick with me in a lot of different ways. Now, I will say this: two things. Um, for some reason, sometimes when I reach out and do interviews with people overseas, uh, when it's a long, long distance away, sometimes the video part lags just a little bit. And it did it did in this case so those of you watching live you'll notice that but the audio stays the same it stays it stays solid so uh, try not to be put off by that so but the the audio quality is there then the other thing is about halfway through this interview he picked up a, a something rang into his phone uh, or his iPad so but after that point it was kind of funny because there always there seemed to be this little uh, this kind of staticky sound and we couldn't get rid of it we tried. Um, we edited that whole segment out when we tried to get that out, but it stayed in there. We, we haven't been able to figure out how that happened. Uh, but it wasn't up until the phone call. So, but really good content. I think you guys will really enjoy this interview I had with Steve. So I'm going to roll right into this guys. And then we're going to talk about a few things afterwards, but just sit back, get your popcorn ready. Jay, watch it on a big screen, push it up to a big screen and just watch, just listen. Um, Listen to what Steve has to say. Really good stories here. My guest today comes all the way from Australia. Yes, we're bringing back another Australia brother. This is going to be Steve, and he is the co-captain from Bearded Villains, Queensland. He is a villain, a member, a scout, a loyal. He has been around for a long time, seen a lot of stuff. So welcome to the show, Steve. How are you doing, buddy?
1: I'm great, man. How are you?
0: I am fantastic. As we just, we just said, um, (laughs) you know, as good as can be, you know, we, with everything going on right now, things seem to be kind of on our uptick a little bit now. Uh, I know here in the States anyway, at least. Um, so, uh, is that kind of the vibe you're getting there?
1: Yeah, man. Uh, so in Queensland, the only active cases we've got uh, um, are currently in um, hotel quarantine, and I think throughout Australia, it's pretty much like that. We've had a little bit of an outbreak in a couple of the other states, but um, nothing substantial. And I don't think we've had a we've, we've had a death in months now. Oh wow,
0: wow, that's really good. I can't say the yeah. same thing here. I know every state's still having people pass away from it, but it's. Um, they're still opening things up a little bit, so it's. I know. Yeah. I know my kids go back to school this week um, full time again, so um, they're going to be still wearing masks and all, but they're they're at least going back full time.
1: Yeah, that'll be so good. I remember when my kids went back; it was um, it was a relief for them, and they were only off for a couple of months. But I will tell you what, I was ready for them to go back to school. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know it's funny. I I'm amazed. And I, and I kind of mentioned this last week's podcast a little bit, but in talking with other parents and talking with mental health professionals and everything, uh, it's kind of crazy to see the toll that it's taken on. Because we don't, as, as parents, um, you know, being in, I mean, me, me being in my 40s, you know, mm-hmm. when your kids were sad or they just didn't want to do their homework or anything like that, it was a different thing back when we were kids. And now to see. The, the toll that the pandemic has had on them with their mental health makes it a whole different ball game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we see, we see that a lot, um, but both at home, but also, um, with what I do with, with work, um, you know, just the general toll that it's taken on, um, kids, but also the, um, the toll that it's taken on parents, you know, with us having to invest so much more into our kids than, um, I suppose what even our parents were doing with us. Um, you know, and it's also increased the amount of interaction. People have been relying on their supports and, um, through their social media. It's quite, quite interesting. If you, um, if you really look into the statistics of, um, people, um, and how they've reached out in different ways to be able to find community. And I think that's where, with BV, it's been integral for a lot of us because you know we've not been able to have those face to face meets, and so being able to do things online and catch up with brothers um, all over the world, um, you know, in even though like we were doing that before, I think um, now it's been even more integral because it's been this online um, interaction has have been a, become an ingrained part of society now. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's I. I- I I enjoyed the the aspect of, you know, just about the time when things were kicking off with the the pandemic, I started to realize, hey, I'm going to integrate this video interview aspect of things, so I was able to start talking to guys around the world, and so, you know, I, I started to have a little bit of leg up in doing some of these Zoom things and these different phone calls and whatnot, but to think about, you know, for the kids and the college kids and for everything to go virtual now, and now that you don't have access to your teachers' Um, so quickly, I know that, you know, they do have, I think they have much more access to them actually than we did because of technology that it is, but still you don't have that in, in person, uh, teaching thing. So I, I, like I said, I'm excited for the kids to be able to finally get back to that and to be around their peers, even if they're not real close with a lot of them, just to be in that environment again, hopefully will be, um, a big, a big bonus for them.
1: Yeah, hundred
0: percent. So, as I said before, you've been around for a while. Um, can you, for those of us that those people I know that probably people in Australia know who you are, but maybe anybody that's in other countries, I know here in the states or any place else, can you tell us all a little bit about yourself and how you found the bearded villains and kind of where your bearded villain journey's taken you?
1: Yeah. Okay. So. My initial BV journey was really, really funny. I'll get into that in a sec. So um, I'm Steve. I'm a dad. Um, I'm um, a senior case manager for a company called Bravehearts. Um, uh, we support people, victim, uh, people, adults, and families affected by child sexual assault, which is really, really heavy sort of thing to talk about, so I won't really get more, more, uh, much more into it. Um, so, yeah, I've got... Um, all up between my partner and I, we've got six kids. So I had to count them in my head because, you know, more more than what, what I had in fingers on one hand. Um, <laughs> um, and, yeah, so um, I've – so we'll, I'm, I know we'll talk a little bit, a little bit later um, about my weight loss journey. I've lost 105 kilos in the last year and a half, which is – I don't know what that is in pounds, to tell you the truth. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, because you know, everywhere else uses metric apart from the US. So, um, so um, I initially found out about BV in 2014, um, and at that point, I had zero beard. I had I, I had, um, my my son, who's six, um, had and at that point, like probably about a month prior, stuck this toy into into my beard, and it got stuck right up against my chin. And I had to shave it down to nothing, and I just started started growing my beard um, again. Heard about BB, and like just randomly when I was uh, on on Instagram, just tagging you know beards of Australia or something, um, and saw saw uh, bearded villains. And um, at my initial searching, couldn't see that there was a Queensland chapter. So me, in all my um, humility. <laughs> um i think it was the actual BV page or um like one of the board members and i was like hey um, so i hear you know I, I see you guys are like you know a, 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 a club for, for guys with beards from you know all over the world but i can't see anything to do with australia so i reckon i'm your guy <laughs> yeah here's me with like I'm, I'm not kidding man like like maybe like Three millimeters of stubble, <laughs> <laughs> and it was like a, like a chin strap, like one of those chin strap. I've I've, I've got a teenage girlfriend beards, and I'm them and I'm like, yeah, you you guys need me. Um, <laughs> you need me, and yeah, yeah. That's hundred percent, man. Um, and so. You know, next thing I know, I know probably, oh, about three or four days later, I get I a message from, um, I think it was Jade Mann, who's the captain for um, the New South Wales chapter. I think it was it was either him or Brooke Noden, who's on the, one of the board members, mm-hmm. um, just saying, you know, who are you, basically. Um, and i gave them the same spiel and they're like yeah we've got a chapter in queensland man we'll link in with those guys those guys and you know if you're lost we'll see how you go um and yeah i had to stay the stay the distance (laughs) grow my beard beyond um you know little man's (laughs) double and um yeah the rest is kind of history man um I have enjoyed every second of, um, being part of the, um, you know, of being part of the villains, being part of the Queensland chapter. We've had, you know, like every chapter we've had our ups and downs, um, you know, 2019, what was it? Two weeks after I had my weight loss surgery, we had our Australasia meet where, um, we had raised, um, I think between our, um, the external donations and the donations we got on the, on the day. So the external ones that were donated to Bravehearts, um, We've raised about fifteen thousand dollars. Wow! Um, and so that's from you know all the chapters throughout Australia coming together for our big yeah. Australasia meet because obviously you know Australia is on the other side of the world and getting to the world meet costs us thousands of dollars to try to get there. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, that was um, just an absolutely amazing, amazing time. Um, you know some. Before BV, I kind of felt kind of lost in the world. You know, I always felt like I was just I was just an outcast. I was that weird dude who, um, you know, had tattoos and had a, had a beard. It was like, you know, and working in the profession that I work, I don't, you know, I wear a t-shirt. I wear I wear my cap because yeah. s- screw wearing a business shirt to tell you the <laughs> truth. Um, yeah, sure, and. Um, so I kind of, I know when I, like, even now that I've, now that I, I'm even, I'm, I'm, a hundred, I'm less than half the weight that I used to be, I still, I know that now that I will still walk into a room and I get looked at because, you know, I've got sleeve tattoos and you know, I've, I've got, I've got the beard, um, you know, always got rings on my fingers. Um, and so I've all, i always felt as though I didn't have a place in the world and I met the guys from the Queensland chapter and I can tell you right now like within I don't know probably about a month I realized this was my family yeah but you know these guys like they, these guys are my people like they genuinely want to make a difference in the world and and they, and they're actually doing it like they're they're putting they're putting their hands where, where their mouths where their mouths you know saying that saying that they're going their hands are, are in there getting dirty they are doing things um, you know I think one of the one of the first thing, one of the first things we did was was uh, um, like a toy drive for um, one of the Ronald McDonald um, houses that you know houses that um, the families who've got their kids who are in hospital. Um, you know, when the kids are in hospital for like long stays, so they go to the wrong wrong McDonald houses so that the families don't have to, um, fork out thousands of dollars to try and stay in hotels. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was a, it was a Christmas charity thing. And so we basically through the chapter and through some of our friends and family, um, just put out a petition for people to, um, send us, send us some toys. We went around to, um, a couple of, a couple of toy stores locally and you know we we turned up with a ton of toys there and um that was that was a real pinnacle moment for me to go these guys are you know these guys are legit you know it's not just you know a a bunch of hairy dudes coming and coming to sit around and have beers like that's part of it don't get me wrong but (laughs) you know um these are for me it was it was that it was that sign to say that you know I understood what it was what it meant to actually be a villain that you know that the um that the the cliche thing of 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 being of um of the name you know bearded villains is is, is the is is showing that as a villain it's actually showing that we are the opposite to what a lot of society shows yeah. right yeah you know it's the, it's that thing of you know you know when when chivalry's dead those who sh- those who are chivalrous are villains i like it you know it's yeah. it's the opposite to where where to where some of society has gone so to most to a lot of society that that brotherhood and that that camaraderie is kind of it's it's alien because society in general has become so so self focused yet as villains we focus on our brotherhood. We focus on our communities. We focus on actually m- creating something that's bigger and better in this world than just a bunch of dudes sitting around. And that's that to me is the crux of, you know, if, if you want to be a villain, you need to have that in your heart. Mm. You know, you need to have that as, as, as an ingrained part of who you are. Do I want to, in whatever way that I can, whatever way that is within the scope of, of who I am as a person, um, do I want to make a difference in my world? You know, yeah. because you might not be, you know, you might be one person in the world, but to one person you could be their world. Wow. You know, you could change your world a little bit, but for, but your, you changing your world a little bit change one person's whole world. Wow. And yeah. that's, you know, that for me is the... The whole premise of being a villain it's you know we i've met tons of guys with massive social anxiety and you know one guy in particular in our chapter who before bv would not no way in the world would have come to a meet um and i think for probably five months we just i we just chipped away of just you know showing him we're brothers and you know you turn up when you're ready man like and now he's one of the most interactive people you'd ever meet you know, he's he's at everything. He's doing everything. He's um, one of the people who is constantly driving driving things for us. For you know, what are we going to do next? Um, you know. So to me, it's the, it's those little things because for for this guy, he if he hadn't joined BB, he would have been stuck in that same world that that same that same you know. Social, ang- that social anxiety mindset of not being able to do anything because doing anything outside of his home or outside of a you know his comfort zone um, was. Can you still hear me? Yeah. Okay, oh, Sorry, my my earphone just beeped at me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, doing anything outside his comfort zone was um, almost impossible. But through showing through showing him true brotherhood, that true acceptance of where he was, he's now being able to step past that, step outside that, and make a difference in his world and, in turn, his family's world because they're not constrained now to where he is he's, he's held himself back for so many years.
0: Yeah. I get that totally. I, you know, it's funny because I've heard that story a few different times from – various parts of the world and I think that just shows one of the things I keep preaching on is just it shows how amazing the brotherhood really is and how it can it can do yeah. that it can it can bring people out it can really you know before it we get as a brotherhood to change other people's lives first and foremost it changes our own lives and um yeah, yeah that's that's a perfect example of that going back to when you started do you it sounds like, because like I said, you, you came in pretty early on in this the scope of when BV was around, uh, but you said you came into an already established chapter with Queensland, right? Yeah. Okay. So when you came in, what was that, what, have you seen uh, a big transformation over the years as far as the focus and the drive of BV and the chapters where you're at? you know, where before it was maybe, you know, if it was focused on brotherhood or focused on charity, or if it was focused somewhere else initially when you came on, or do you think it's pretty much been focused in these certain areas ever since you came on?
1: So I think honestly, it's been very much focused like that in, um, from, from early on. And I think each chapter is going to be different in the way that they focus. Um, Queensland itself has always been, um, a little, a little bit, I suppose, different in the way that in in the way in the how how we how we focused things a little bit. I think, um, but from the from the get go, we've always been about you know what can we do. You know, it's it's not so much the thing of taking taking a great selfie, though. You know, anyone in my any anyone in, my, in anyone in my chapter, anyone who who sees either of my Instagrams will know that I am the king of selfies. Um, oh, apart from maybe Ponte because you know he's the king. yes. Um, but um, I, I think that was kind of the thing of um, I think so, someone coined a term when I first uh, when I first joined I can't remember who, um, but about um, the difference between um, someone who's a villain and who's just out there doing it and someone who's an insta villain. And someone who, you know, who who does their stuff on Instagram. And I'm like, well, you know, why can't we just do both? You know, I, I I I post a lot of stuff. Um, and but everything everything that we post, and I know you know with Queensland chapter, we we drive, we drive that, we drive it home that um what we post is who we are. You know, you can't post something and and fake it because especially in Australia, in Australia, if if you're fake, you know, you're you're red like that. You know it's it's not um, it's not one of those one of those things that you can um, you know you can pretend to to be a certain way but you know Aussies are really good at calling you out on your (laughs) bullcrap and then they're they're not they're not afraid to call you out really publicly and um, you know I remember even early on, when I was when I'd first joined, and I put up this bearded Villains thing with me with this real like no beard, um, I had a mate send me a message, and he goes, he goes, dude, where the f is your beard, man? <laughs> like, yeah, I'll uh, get you. And like so, um, and I said, I, I said, it's a work in progress. He go, he go, he goes, well, yeah, it needs progress.
0: <laughs> it needs more progress. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's funny let me let me ask you this um kind of going into cuz the re- the reason i asked you about the how things were a little bit different if they were any different you know back when you first started is because that time frame seems to coincide with when many other chapters and brothers were starting out and it seemed like then everything was specifically about the Instagram part of things and the charity and the brotherhood aspect kind of developed over time, but it sounds like you're the Queensland chapter had a really good footing right there from the get-go on both of those ideas.
1: Yeah. I I think honestly, that was one of the driving things when I, um, when I joined, it was that, you know, this is part of what, you know, this is part of what we do. You know, we you know we went over the mission statement. We went over the core values. And that, you know, if you didn't align yourself with all of that, then you can't align yourself with any of it. You know, that at the end of the day, Bearded Villains is, you know, focused on, on you know, charity and family and community. Like that's, you know, the brotherhood is a major part of that. Without the brotherhood, we can't focus on that. But um, you know, I think for with the Queensland chapter, that's that focus on doing something to 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 uh, benefit the greater good has always has always been there. Um, and I know um, Clinton, who's who's our who's our, who's our captain, has that's been one of the driving things for him is that um, you know that this is who we are. You know, as yeah. as BB Queensland, um, as Wild Northmen, and as villains, this is who we are. This is what we do, and um, you know, we look at how people do do that within their capacity. Because some people don't have the capacity or the ability to go out and do stuff, um, you know, hands on and go out and help out, um, you know, with feeding feeding the homeless or. Um, go out and doing um, labour work. Uh, so we, so what we do is we, we is we we look at you know the things that we want to do and talk to the guys about what is it that you can do. Like if if we're doing a fundraiser for um, you know like Dry July, well we've got guys who are who are already um, who are reformed alcoholics. So they might not necessarily you know doing Dry July for them is kind of a non-event because they they they're, they're doing dry every day yeah um so we look at how you know what how how does that person um use their story for us to be able to um be effective or how how within the scope of of their life um are they able to do this is is this something you know is this something that a person this person's okay with and uh, um or not okay with and you know, if a person's not okay with with doing something because it's it might be a trigger for them, or they just don't have that capacity to be able to do it, then that's okay. I think when when we look at it, not everyone's going to be super passionate about everything, and that's okay too. You know, every single charity thing that comes up, like we we could easily every single month have you know three or four different charity events every every single month, and you know raising money or, or doing things to um to you know do donations or do some hands-on work um but you know we you may have a whole there's there's a whole cohort of people in this world who a lot of that sort of stuff is beyond the scope of what they're mentally capable of doing and but that doesn't mean that um if they're if they're a villain that they shouldn't be a shouldn't be part of a chapter you know what i mean like yeah. What I think, um, especially um, you know, in the leadership of the chapter with the captains, lieutenants, or you know, whatever, however that works for each chapter, that's our job to be able to work with with those men to be able to get them to you know be guided into using where they're passionate, where they have their abilities to be able to make a difference, because you know that's that's where they're going to make a difference. As so, like I said before you know, you might be able to change your world a little bit, but by changing your world a little bit, you could change someone's whole world.
0: Yeah. I, and I think you, you said something there I really like, and that's the, the ability for as leaders, as, as captains or leaders of the chapter, um, for, for people to be able to recognize the differences between your, your brothers and be able to push them and utilize them in specific ways that not everybody's the same. Too often, I think, it seems like that 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 doesn't. We we get the stragglers that that kind of fall off, and it's not because of their Ooh. lack of interest in the club. It's they haven't found their way within it yet. They they haven't found their thing, um, and maybe that's sometimes our own faults for not, as other brothers, you know, trying to push them and and lead them to find their their niche in within within BV that's, that best suits them. Uh, So I I really appreciate that you said that because I think it's a really big point.
1: Yeah. Well, so a a really good example of that is with, with myself, right? So um, I, I think I had um, joined the Queensland chapter and I was kind of starting to struggle with, you know, where do I fit? Um, And Clinton came, Clinton uh, messaged me and, and he was like, he was like, man, I'm, I'm really struggling with posting stuff on social media. I'm not really good at the at the whole posting stuff for you know to just try to to just do it. Um, and from there, he he goes, you know, I you're a little bit of a social media whore, and I'm like, I am a, I am not a little bit. I am a lot of a social media whore, and I'm freaking proud of it. Um, and so, you know, that was where, you know, with, with him obviously in the background checking things, I started doing, you know, um, a whole bunch of edits and a whole bunch of um, Instagram posts. And um, in our little, you know, your little blurb that you put up with all your hashtags, I inserted myself into it as the social media god. Um, and that was my way of just, you know, starting to push that, you know, that little bit. And finding my niche, finding the, the thing that I'm passionate about. You know, you know, one of the things that I'm passionate about, and being able to um, use that, because I think social media is such an amazing tool to be able to make so much difference in people's lives. Um, if it's used right, then you can be really effective in um, having people reach out. Um, you know that our, our 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 support with Quaden is probably one of the, one of the um, biggest things with that. Um, which, you know, if you're looking through the, through the Queensland chapters posts, we, you can see what, you know, what we did with, with, with that fellow. Like he is absolutely amazing. And like, I know his story went worldwide. Yeah. Um, tell, tell everybody you know, about
0: was, that because that was something, when I saw that I immediately, I just, I was floored and I wanted to, I wanted to like read a story up on it. I wanted to, I wanted to find out more information because I thought that just the yeah. bare minimum of what you guys posted about was so cool and and i actually hadn't heard about it up until i saw your post so tell everybody about this thing because this was a this was a really neat thing you guys did
1: okay so um so quaden is a um, young indi- young indigenous man from here in brisbane who um he's uh, i think he's 11 uh yeah he's 11 and he um he has dwarfism he, there was some things that went on, that was going on social media and in the, in the um, Australian news, where he was, his mum was um, basically advocating for him because he was being really badly bullied, and there was a video that went around of him asking for a knife so he could cut his, so he could cut himself and end his life. He was like oh. nine or ten at that point, point. Um, and so yeah, we heard about this towards the end of, um, uh, was it? end of end of, 20, end of 2019 I think um, initially and so we, we I sat down with some of the boys and I'm like you know this kid can't needs to know that he's got some supports in this world he needs to know that if if he if he wants to reach out he's got some people he can reach out to um, how can we do this and you know one of the boys I, I think it might have been guy um, who's one of our lieutenants um said, well, why don't we look at creating a vest? You know, we're getting patches from all, all over the world. Um so we put that put that to to the chapter, who we just went every single one, every single person was like, That's a freaking dope idea, let's do it. Um so then from there, uh, we basically just started reaching out. We reached I reached out to the to the to the rest of the Aussie captains, and we reached out, you know, to um, I reached out in the general captain's chat. And we reached out into you know the other extending um, chats that we've got, um, and we covered this dude's vest in um, in a whole bunch in a whole bunch of patches. Um, and you know, if anyone ever anyone sends us a patch and says this is this is for Quaden, all you have to all you have to do is have that have that written down, and I can guarantee you one hundred percent we will um, get that patch to him for his mum to put on his vest. Um, because you know i i think one of the things that i said to him when i when i when i gave him the vest is is that i want you to know that anytime you wear this anytime you look at this anytime you're feeling you're feeling like every there's you're all you're getting is beaten down for who you are for something that you can't help that i want you to look at this and know that you got big brothers out here who 100 percent have your back that if you send us a message or your mom sends us a message one hundred percent, we are there. And if you if you need us to, if you need us to, um, you know, come around to your house and you know, give 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 you a pat on the back, or sit down, sit sit down, sit down, and have a chat. Like we're here. Yeah. Um, and you know, so we we had patches, you know, patches from from all, all all over the world on there, and we we had um, one on the back. that's like a little handprint that just says, you know, the bullying stops here. Um, oh, wow. And you know, he you know, he his his mum was just like, um, like just full of tears. And like, I, I, I still speak to her a fair bit on on my BV Instagram. Um, and um, she said one of the first things that he did when he got home was um, was that he wore it and he said, "Look at me, mum. I'm I'm am I'm a little villain." I love that. And so you know this is a kid who like you know and you you can you can find the videos you know all over youtube and um you know facebook and all that to see you know this kid was in a bad spot um and the fact that we got guys from all over the world you know coming together to support this one what this one one young man like that's what being a villain's all about you know yeah. we did something that in essence is such a small thing you know, when you think about it, it's a vest with some patches, right? And right. in, in re- reality of it, it's, it's a vest with some patches. But we've shown a young man who was wanting to kill himself, who had had attempts when he, was, when he was even littler, that he matters. We've shown this young man that no matter what in life, he matters, and that he's got supports, that if things get hard, He's got people who he can turn to. You know, that is worth millions of dollars. This is is a young man who was terribly, terribly bullied. And we as brothers have been able to come together and show him that life is worth more, that his life is worth more, that his life is worth living. And I hope that, you know, he takes that on for the rest of his life. That, you know, he takes that message that, you know, he has that support beyond just his family, beyond just the, the, the friend unit that he's got, that no matter how long he's got, in, he's got left in this world, that if he reaches out to, to the Bearded Villains, any chapter, anywhere in the world, he's got some big brothers there
0: powerful stuff man I mean it's it's changing lives you know one life at a time and to think you know and I it seems like a broken record thing because so many of the different times when we have these really cool things that we we do where our chapters our brothers are out there just affecting this hugely positive change in lives it's it's that whole ripple effect it's that thought that you know, changing his life. Okay, now through seeing that change, what are the amazing things that he's now going to be able to do? What are the, what are the amazing things that anybody else that saw that happen, his mom or any, anybody else, you know, it just, it just translates on and it transfers out. So, um, powerful stuff, man. Uh, it's, that's what it is. It's changing lives. It's amazing. Congratulations to you guys for doing that though. That's, um that that's a proud villain moment for sure
1: yeah 100% I was um honestly it just being being able to take that to him and be able to finally get get it cuz and like we had a lot of complexity through that like we'd initially um organized to meet up with him and then you know covid just blew up and so you know we had you know oh god I think 6 months of just not being able to do anything, you know, we couldn't um, get the thing to him because, you know, as a person with dwarfism, he's immunocompromised. So we, you know, we weren't willing to um, put his, put his life at risk to try and, you know, get um, a photo op or to to try and you know get this out to him. I, we kept up constant contact with mum to show you know we're still here and you know we we've, we've got we've got this ready. We're, we're, we're here for you guys we, we just want to make sure that we've got the right time and his mum was so thankful for the fact that we weren't just looking at trying to you know jump in on what was the social media and media wave of, of what was happening at the time that we that we were actually showing that we cared that it was beyond um, you know trying to get photos it was actually us going you know, how can we effectively help this help this young fella
0: goes beyond the the, yeah. the photo op yeah for sure
1: yeah yeah that's and you know yeah we, we got some we got some lovely photos from that day and that's wonderful but at the end of the day the reason for those photos isn't for the likes it isn't for um the comments and the you're on your bro you know the, you know, the old fist bumps but that's nice But the reason for those photos, the reason for those posts, the reason for that best is so that other people who who, who are going through something similar, other people who might be just feeling alone, know that you can reach out to any of the Bearded Villains chapters, absolutely any one of them. I can tell you right now that you will have someone there who will talk to you. You will have someone there who has your back. If there's another young person who's being bullied and they reach out, they know that I hope that they'd see that if they saw that they would know that they could reach out to us or to any of the BB chapters and they'd have some big brothers there to give them some love and support. Yeah.
0: Man. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. And, and you don't even know the other, the other great thing about that is by you simply sharing those three photos, or I think it was the three photos that you guys did share Ooh. on your Instagram you know, other people, other chapters, other guys are going to see that and be like, "You know what? That's I'm gonna I'm gonna stick that in the back of my mind." And you know, if something happens, and I know there's other chapters that have done similar types of things um, with, you know, for for somebody out there to, you know, it could be from bullying or it could have been from something else, a a sick kid, you know, that they went ahead and uh, did a patch vest for. But it's those little things, and and it's amazing how other chapters can learn from what some of our chapters are doing already. Um, one of the big benefits, I think, to this whole international brotherhood that we have
1: hundred percent. It's, 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 that, it's that worldwide reach. Yeah. You know, we, we, we make a difference for someone here in Australia. If, if that inspires someone in the UK or um, you know, Iran or you know, Asia, wherever America, to do that for someone else it's that whole premise of pay it forward yeah yeah like you know we do it here to show other people that they're able to do it there
0: 100
1: i think it's yeah it's 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 one of the it's it's just one of the it's just one of those things of you know as villains we lead by example if we if we want society to change as as gandhi said be the change you want to see in the world right
0: exactly 100% there um i you know steve i would i would be remiss and, and first of all thank you so much for finding some time for me um to to talk today i would be remiss if i did not bring up another part of your life um that you have been involved you have involved yourself in uh, making a very positive health change for yourself as well and I, I wanted to ask you about this a little bit because here we are, we just jump-started into 2021, and I know for a lot of people, yeah. getting healthier is one of those constant you know, predictions that they make for themselves, the resolutions they make for themselves for a year. And now that we are six weeks into the year, this is about the time when people's resolutions start to fall off on the wayside. They kind mm-hmm. of... Okay, I had the best of intentions maybe next year or maybe in a few weeks, different things. Can you talk a little bit about now, we, for, those who, for those who are not familiar, Steve has had a dramatic, dramatic weight loss, and he is much healthier now. He's posted pictures. Uh, I'll share some of these from his Instagram. Uh, he has some great transformation images uh, of what he's done. And I'm gonna have you talk about that for just a second. While we were while while we were on the another question earlier, you mentioned that you had you had lost how many kilograms? 105. Okay, so I did the math on my phone quickly. That for those of us in, here in the states, uh, 231 pounds. <laughs> I mean, 105 kilos sounds sounds impressive, but for those of us that live in the pound world, 231 pounds that. That's amazing, um, incredible. So, can you maybe give us a little bit of inspiration, advice, or something? What was the spark plug for you, um, and what keeps driving you on now, uh, all this time later?
1: Okay. So the start for me was I was so I was two hundred and five kilos, two hundred so two hundred and four kilos, um, and I'd had my marriage breakdown. Um, I'd became a single dad and um i suppose i came to a spot where i realized crap like my kids i'm the only one they had i'm the only parent that um well especially my, my older three um they hadn't seen them their biological mother in many years um and i stood on the scales and i and i and i just i was like how did i get get myself to this point point? and i started beating myself up over it right um, and then I spoke to a couple, a uh, couple of my friends and, um, one of the guys in our chapter is, um, um, has actually had weight loss surgery himself and has lost about 60 kilos. Um, and he said, you know, he goes, he goes, bro, you should, you should think about it. If you've tried everything else, this is what you should, this is what you should think about. Um, and so, yeah, so then obviously I had the surgery and what drives me every day is that first thought that my kids need me right so if my kids need me i need me if i need me then if my my kids need me and i need me and my you know i've now now got an amazing girlfriend who's sitting over here on a computer (laughs) um um then you know they need me but for, for them to need me i need to i need to be there for myself right um and initially like i was I, you know i I'd, I'd, I'd worked my worked my butt off to try and not try and lose a bit of weight before so sur- before i had my surgery and i i hit that you know i think it was about 23 days into it and i was like nah f this man <laughs> nah but <laughs> i was like, I, I, was like I, I think i've lost um 15 kilos at that point, And I was like, this is too freaking hard. And I you know, gave up and then decided I wouldn't give up because I'd already invested the money into my surgery and i tried everything else before in the past. And I just figured, you know what? From this point on, no matter what, no matter what happens, my choice is to give up or give it all I've got. So from that point, I just decided I'm just going to give it all I've got. No matter how I'm feeling, no matter what's going on, I am going to do the best I can, however I can. Um, that it's that you know that old you know Dory's quote: "It just keeps swimming," right? Like even on the days where I felt my worst and I just don't want to get up, I don't want to go to the gym, I don't want to put those shoes on. I just want to. I just want to lie down and feel feel shitty about myself. Well, you know what? Sometimes I do that, but also I don't sit there and mull on it. I get up and I do go to the gym whether that's that day or I don't or I go the next day it's about not for me not letting the little setbacks make a major major difference you know that major impact over something that you could you could just go well that was one day one day at the end of it all isn't going to ruin it you know there's so many people who and I've heard it numerous times where someone will go oh well i i i I ate like crap for a few days so i kind of just gave up well so what i have days now that i still eat like crap like yeah okay my portions are like this big but it's still um it's still that same mindset right of going well am i going to let a temporary issue create a permanent answer
0: one of the things you pointed yeah. out there, one of the things you said uh, that I re- that really strikes home, I think with me and hopefully is kind of a, a big keystone to what you said there. That's important. I think to note is yes, you had the surgery. And so there may be people out there that say you took the easy way out, but as anybody can attest yourself included, that's just step one. And Oh, yeah. the, the work has to still, you still have to be of the right mindset. You still have to be, you have to put in the work or those habits that you had, everything else that developed that problem initially is going to be right back where it was. And yep. there's been, there's been so many celebrities out there even that have had this, the, a different, you know, different surgeries and it still comes right back on with them too. So it's not a magic pill that just, you have a surgery that no. stops. You still have to put in the work.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. One of the things that um, my surgeon said to me when I first met with him is that you need to get your, get into your mind, and you need to keep it in your mind that this is a tool. That surgery is a part. It's and it's a small part. At the end of it, or at the end of the day, it's a very small part because all it's doing is controlling the amount of food you can put in. It doesn't control what you put in. It doesn't, you know, so it doesn't control the quality. It can, it can only controls the quantity. Um, and there's ways, there's ways around it to cheat it if you really want to, if you, you know, and there's people who do that, and, you know, cool, if, that, if, that's, if that's what they want to do. But, you know, to me, like you said, it's, it's, it's the fact that, you know, every single day, uh, I'm, I'm at the gym six days a week, I'm working my ass off six days a week. I'm ninety nine, no ninety five percent of the time eating really, really well, and I don't beat myself up over the five. Now I think that's that's really, you know, like you said, it's it's one of those things that you need to work. You need to work hard. If 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 you don't work hard, then your body is your body is just going to know, yeah, you can go backwards. You know, if you don't work on this part, which is I'm telling you right now. Like that is the biggest. The, you know, dealing with the with with the mental side of it is the biggest um, the biggest fight when it comes to um, weight loss. whether it's weight loss surgery or some, someone's um, you know losing losing weight um, without surgery, you know, the the mental side of it is absolutely the hardest part of it. There is, and no one out there who's had um, dramatic weight loss. Will come back. Will come to come to someone and say, "No, the hardest thing for me was was controlling my food. Well, you know, or the hardest part for me was showing up at the gym every day. Well, no, the hard hardest thing is. Um, so I've, I've got diagnosed body dysmorphia. So for me, I look in the mirror and I don't see what I what other people see when they look at me. You know, I don't see a person who is now under a hundred kilos. You know, I don't see a person who um, is, has the muscle definition that I have. I, I look in the mirror and it's terrible because there's definitely days where I still see myself at my biggest. Mm-hmm. I, and I look at every single flaw that I've got and, and that's what I focus on. What saves me is turning and, and looking at my photos. Yeah. It's, you know, I, I started my weight, my weight loss Instagram for me. For no one else but me, because it was me giving myself that dose of reality. It was me giving myself that little bit of a pump of going, you know, yeah, dude. You know, I, I think you know the, the first one. I'd lost, I'd lost twenty kilos. And I had the pictures of, of my face and just that the change in my face. And I remember going, you know going to the guys and guys in my chapter, like, yeah, man, like look, check this out, and um, you know them congratulating me and it's it was it was that it was that for me was that it's that constant reminder but it's also that thing that gives me the that constant want to be able to do more to be more to 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 be better and at the end of the day i'm super competitive and i just want to be better than i was yesterday you know so if i lift heavier than i did last week or if i run a little further than i did last week then i'm then i'm beating myself and if i didn't then well you know next the week after that i'm just going to go a little bit harder yeah. So I think it's finding it's finding that that side of yourself and finding a reason to keep that side going because um, you know the psychology of creating a habit is it's, uh, it's twenty is it 20, 23 days to create a habit, but only seven to destroy it. Mm-hmm. So if you think if you think about creating a habit and creating a routine, if you keep doing something for a certain amount of days, it's then, it's then a routine. It's, it 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 takes effort for you to then quit. It takes effort for you to then change that and destroy that habit, to go back and do doing the old things. Because, you know, I think my my coach says, you know, everything everything in life is hard. Choose your hard. You know, so you know, eating healthy, and being disciplined with with what you eat and how you eat and you know what you do at the gym and all that sort of stuff is hard, um, but eating like crap and you know growing 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 older and dying early and having heart attacks um, you know leaving leaving your family behind with with you with you having 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 left this left this earth earlier than you probably could have if you'd li- lived a healthier lifestyle is probably really hard as well yeah so it's about choosing that hard you know is what, 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 is, what is my driving motivation to get up and get things done? Well, it, that's the heart that I chose. You know, um, it's, that, it's that, you know, what are, what are my priorities in life? Who are my priorities in life? And the days where I don't want to do something, don't beat, don't beat yourself up over it because it's okay. It's okay to sit there and cry some days. It's okay to not, not want to hop out of bed some days. What's not okay is to let that always be something that you do. What's not okay is letting those demons beat you. You know, the demons can have a chat. That's cool. Have a chat, bro. But you know, they—they're not—they're never going to beat me. They're never going to get me back to that to that 205 kilos. They're never going to get me to be that sad man that was um, a shell of who I am now. They're never going to get me back to being a person who was honestly sitting there and just going, you know what? I'm either going to com- completely change my life, or I'm gonna kill myself. I'm. They will never get me there again. And I think that is the conversation we need to have in our own heads of going, what am I going to do? What is important to me? And what hard am I going to choose?
0: I love that. I love, choose your heart. I like that. That's a good one. That's something we can take with us for sure. Absolutely. Is there, has there been like one aha moment in this journey for you with your weight loss that you had a misconception about something either in your working out or in the diet part of it that you, you thought something and in the process of either working with your coach or just eating better, you know, learning better habits was there one thing that you were just like, ah, wow. Like that was a light bulb moment for you to realize something that clicked for you.
1: You know, I've had, I've had so many of them. Um, I think, I think for me, one of the biggest ones was um, when I went and did a workout with my, actually he was 18 at the time, with, with my 19 year old son. Um, he has for as long as I've, you know, he's, following my journey has has said, you know, Dad, I'm proud of you. Um, And we had a moment a few few weeks ago where, you know, we were were in the posing room at the gym and I popped up a bicep and and he's gone, Dad, I'm actually really proud of you. You've changed your life and you've done it. For us, but you've, you're now doing it for you. Wow. And my little bit of history of me, I grew up in it with a single mum. My biological father was a giant sea bomb um, monster, to say the least. Um, so to have my son tell me that he was proud of me, that he's glad to have me as his dad. that was that's made every little bit of what was hard with this worth it every little bit of doubt every 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 mental milestone that i've had to jump it's made it's made it worth it because i've been able to be the dad to my kids that i never had you know as much as i want to say that i'm you know that um, you know I did this for my kids and all that sort of stuff. At the end of it all, having having my son turn to me and say, "Dad, I'm proud of you." You know, we often think that you know our kids, you know, and our kids love it. They love hearing us say that we're proud of them. And um, you know, my my mum when I was younger used to used to always you know instead of you know you know ask on the old crack across the bum if she if she really wanted us to um, to understand how much we had upset her with something and like well she did it to me anyway she'll go Stephen you have disappointed me so and as kids we, we drive for our parents to to be proud of us we all you know it's it's one of those things dad dad look what I did look what I did and so like, oh that's great and so for my 19 year old, to, to look at me dead in the eyes and say, dad, I'm proud of you. That was life changing.
0: Yeah, I can't. I, I mean, wow. Yeah. Steve, I think I, I could talk to you forever, man. Um, I, I think that's a great place just to kind of leave things. Um, yeah. what a great, what a great note to leave things on. Ah, um, man, I know I'm going to be absolutely following your continued journey, um, both with BV, with the Queensland guys, um, but also your personal journey as well, because um, uh, I think that personal journey is going to make you a better person. It's going to continue to make your, your kids uh, better people through your example. It's going to continue to push your brothers and, and push other people that are going to hear this story – uh, as well. So, um, I, I, it's, you're you're doing, you're doing a great job, even when you don't think about it in that context. Um, and that's, like I said, that's, that's why I wanted to get you on here and, and talk and uh, share your story a bit, because I think, you know, you, people can learn a lot from you. So, um, I'm, I'm honored to, to finally get to talk to you and get you on here, man.
1: Yeah. Thanks, man. Honestly, it's been, it's it's been incredible. Yeah.
0: Steve, thank you so much, man. Um, Like I said, we're going to be following your journey and uh, I'll be putting up your Instagram accounts and everything so people can follow your journey as well. And um, just so, just so you can say it to them while I put it up on the screen. uh, What's your, what's your main bearded villain or your main Instagram account and then your uh, your weight loss Instagram account. What are those names?
1: Yeah. So my BV one is um, bearded super Saiyan. Cause I'm a massive nerd. Um, <laughs> and my, um, my weight loss one is project go super Saiyan, which is, um, a- another nerdy thing, obviously. Cause dragon ball Z for life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Steve, thanks so much, man. That's great to talk to you. And, uh, have a great rest of your week, and uh, stay safe as always, man.
1: No worries, brother. Catch you later. All right. Thanks. See you. Oh,
0: guys. Wow. Um, you know, as I said, this interview was so much, I, I, it was one of those, you got to take a deep breath after it, that last part, man. Those of you who have kids, you know. And too often our kids tell us, you know, in other ways, not directly. You don't know how they feel about you. And all you want to do as a parent is do right by your kids. All you want to do is make them proud, is to better their lives. And to be in a position where, like he has done, change his own life, and make his own son proud. I've seen that. I listened to it the first time. And what you don't know is that I have my little camera switcher here, and I can switch back and forth. I specifically, right after he's, as his voice was cracking, you could hear it in that story. As he was telling that story, I did my little camera switcher, so it went solidly just to him, and I was off camera. Because as he was saying that, I had to reach for Kleenex. Um, I got teary-eyed. And when it came back to me, you could still see it. Um, and he was, too. And listening back now, I can say it was the same thing. I was... You, you just... You get, you get the chills. All the feels right there, man. Um, so... Steve has a great story. He had so many great, great things to talk about in there. If you... If you want some uh, motivation and some inspiration, if you want some, some great tough talk, go back and listen to this later in a normal podcast platform. I love how he talked about what his coach told him. Choose your heart. And that's different for every one of us. Your heart is different than anybody else's. My heart is very similar to his. And it's a struggle every day. It's a struggle every day. And um, I'm very happy that I was able to talk to him about that today. Uh, Talk to him about that this week for this episode of the podcast. If you are looking for an all-natural beard oil that will not only tame your beard and coarse hairs, but make your beard soft and smell amazing, check out Pulpo Beard Oils. Veteran owned and made for today's beards, Pulpo Beard Products combine the best beard ingredients on the market with incredible customer service to ensure your happiness. Whether you need beard wash, beard oil, beard balm, or some fun clothing, Pulpo is the place to go. Feel fresh, feel savage, feel confident with Pulpo Beard Oils. Go to Pulpo Beard Oils, that's P-U-L-P-O, beard and use the code the heart of a villain for a discount on your order. Okay guys, so we're gonna roll in here to our calendar of events. It hasn't changed much. We've got a few things that have that have uh, chimed in a little bit uh, recently, but uh, we'll get into that stuff. If you have anything that you wanna add to the calendar of events, by all means, let me know, and I will add that to the calendar to share with everybody else so they can get to your event. February 27th, 2021, there's the Bearded Villains Southern Indiana Polar Plunge. February 27th, down in Southern Indiana. Hit up our brothers with Bearded Villains Southern Indiana if you want to help out or donate for their Polar Plunge. That's again February 27th, coming up soon. Then we roll into March. Now, many people were looking forward to Nash Vegas. The official Nash Vegas had to be, I guess, squashed as as we know it. Uh, Ironically, Nash Vegas was the last big thing that we had before the Corona thing. He really hit us. And uh, I know we were all looking forward to possibly going back. So unfortunately they've made a little pivot into Nash Vegas. So now they have a thing called the not Nash Vegas, (laughs) the not Nash Vegas. And it's March 6th, 2021 at the Flippin Axe, And that is in Clarksville, Tennessee, not Nashville in Clarksville. So, um, Hit up the brothers with Nash over in Nashville, the the, uh, Tennessee Bros. If you want to link up, hang out in Clarksville, Tennessee, not Nashville, in Clarksville for the not Nash Vegas. And that is on March 6th. Rolling into May, May 21st and 22nd is DSV5. DSV5 is South Mississippi is your host, and it's in Ocean Springs. For DSV-5, May 21st and 22nd. I'm really looking forward to that one. I want some warm weather. I'm tired of this snow. I got like, I don't know now at this point. Heck, I I may have 20 inches on the ground. I don't know. Probably not quite that much, but it feels like it. May 21st to 22nd, DSV-5. South Mississippi is our host, and it is in Ocean Springs. June 11th and 12th is the West Coast Meet in Denver, Colorado. I wish somebody would tell me about that. Denver, Colorado, is your West Coast Meat site, June 11th and 12th. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you there. West Coast Meat, June 11th and 12th. June 12th, on that same weekend, Knox Villains hosted by the Smoky Mountain Bearded Villains. Knox Villains always a good time. Raised a bunch of money last year. Uh, we know they're a great hosts, and uh, Smoky Mountain's going to take care of us. June 12th. Knox Villains is your thing. Also, September 2nd through the 6th, if you're over in Barcelona, Spain, by the way, Bearded Villains of Finland and Sweden want to host. They're going to be in charge of the Villain Cruise 5, if you want to hook up with them. September 2nd through the 6th for Villain Cruise 5, hosted by Bearded Villains Finland and Sweden, if I can talk. It's in Barcelona, and they're going to go out in the water. Good times. September 24th to the 26th is the East Coast Meet. That's going to be a good one. We missed last year's East Coast Meet due to all the restrictions. September 24th to 26th, we're going to have it again. East Coast Meet. BV West Virginia is our host, and it's going to be in Parkersburg, West Virginia. Parkersburg, West Virginia. <sighs> Got to be good times there. September 22nd, or I'm sorry, 24th to the 22nd. Let's try that again. September 24th, the 26th for the East Coast meet. Then we roll into September. Sometime in September, we don't have a date yet for it, but we know it's coming. September 2021, sometime there's going to be the Four Corners meet. If you know what the Four Corners meet is, it is a brothers-only hangout. Brothers only, no spouses, no significant others, no anything. Kids, just bros. Bro time. Bro time. Hosted by Phoenix, New Mexico, Colorado, and Utah. That's the Four Corners, for those of you who don't know. If you need some research on that, research it. Four Corners. It's hosted in Cortez, Colorado. Four Corners meet sometime this year in September. So hit up either the Phoenix guys, the New Mexico guys, the Colorado guys, or the Utah guys for further information. Wish I had any more, but I really don't right now. Don't know, don't know. Oh guys, this has been a good episode. Really good episode. Um I'm getting good feedback so far here and good things. Everybody seemed to really like that interview with, uh, with our bro down from Queensland. Um I don't know. I'm not I'm not an Uber nerd and I don't know exactly what the uh what the significance of his Instagram tag is. Um I, I feel like I should have known, but um <laughs> I guess I don't so i don't know what to tell you um i'm not i'm not i'm sure there's something i'm supposed to know about it why it's called that but i don't know i'm not sure all right guys (laughs) yeah i i I don't have anything else for you on that one (laughs) guys that's gonna wrap up episode 70 episode 70 of the heart of a villain thank you guys so much for being here everybody that's been here live thank you so much for hanging out Everybody that's on a regular podcast platform, I re- really appreciate the hell out of you guys. You guys make this what it is. This podcast is as much yours as it is mine, and I really appreciate you guys being here. Remember, you can go get all the shirts, patches, pins, all the other previous podcast episodes at theheartofavillain.simplecast.com. I want to challenge all of you guys, as I always say, to be the villain that the world needs you to be because the heart of a villain is never stops beating finally guys most importantly as we always finish this podcast by saying it's okay not to be okay if you are hurting please find a brother to talk to remember it's okay not to be okay so for now have a great weekend enjoy the week ahead guys take care stay safe
1: the b-boy twitch grabbing my junk and shit like it's 86 shelly told three stripes we on no. hey you know the BI? it's bv worldwide fan ties stateside across ponds no borders i get my brother's people keep your facial features covered stay feeling one brotherhood one ship stay bearded stay feeling